So how did you, okay, before I get into that, because I know we'll have a lot to talk about your relationship and your love life, but I guess anything else you want to add about being South from being from South Africa and the different types of people, because I'm still learning too. Mm -hmm. And you, even though you're blue eyed and blonde, but you refer to yourself as African American. So how would you explain that to someone who's not been exposed to African culture at all, I guess, or they're only familiar with one type of African people? Kind of mm. uh, highlight some of the things that you want us to learn and be more cognizant about when it comes to African culture and the different types of people. That's such a good point. You know, like someone recently, I went to a party like a week or so ago and I introduced myself and the first thing this person said was that you don't look South African. So in the back of my mind, I just realized sometimes people think that a lot of or everybody in Africa has is dark skinned, which is not the case. You know, of course, different regions of Africa has mostly dark skinned people, but especially South Africa is super diverse. So you get a lot of different cultures. So I think that's the most important to really understand that it's not just one type of people. We have a lot of different cultures and a lot of different languages. So I think if people stop stereotyping and expecting me to look a certain way, <laughs> that would be great. But um, the second biggest thing that I get all the time is that people think that um, Africa is a country. It is not a country. It is a continent. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. It sounds very basic, but... I'm so embarrassed <laughs> for, for uh, like Americans in general. This is just embarrassing people. <laughs> <laughs> and was that a thing I got recently is that, well, it's a funny story. I'll just tell the story. So uh, my husband, JC, was wearing a nice shirt and the lady came up to us and she commented on his nice shirt and she asked him where he got it from. And I didn't realize he intentionally did not want to tell her because he probably knew that she was going to have an ignorant mindset. So I just told her, oh, I bought it in South Africa. And she was genuinely surprised. She said, oh, Africa has malls. So I think sometimes people can also have this perception that, you know, we just have dirt roads, we have big lions, we have, you know, very rural living, which is not at all the case. So I think those are just a few things that I think is important to know, to understand that sometimes in movies and things, Africa gets displayed in a way where people wear skins or they, you know, it's just animals everywhere. But it's, it's a very developed, at least South Africa, I can't speak for all of Africa, but it's a very developed country and it's not, not really the case. And it's a very unique and very fun country. So I'll advise anybody to go. But I would add a disclaimer to go with someone that knows where it's safe to go because unfortunately the crime rate has gone up a lot. So you need to be vigilant and you need to know where it's safe and where it's not safe for you to be. Great. Well, if you guys didn't know it yet, now you know Africa is a continent and not a country. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're teaching you some geography here. And I've, I personally want to learn more about geography as well. So what's the difference i guess in south africa and the surrounding countries nearby so what are some of the other surrounding countries that you can name and is there a big difference as far as like infrastructure crime people yes so i've the countries i visited is namibia botswana zambia and swaziland that's 
there's only four that I've visited. So just speaking from what I've seen, so of course, I don't know that much about those countries, but Namibia is right on the next to the Orange River. So I once did, or twice, did a kayak trip down the Orange River, and that was amazing. It was really an experience, but in terms of, and it, Namibia is known for its sand dunes, so it's, it's part of its tourism. So you can ride on a camelback, you can go on like quad bikes and run, ride on the, go in the sand dunes, things like that. It's a smaller country than South Africa. Um, and then Botswana, I have to say, is very different. And my experience was very different from South Africa. It is actually more rural. And I did actually see some wild animals <laughs> next to the road. So maybe that's where that stereotype comes in. But I was, I was quite surprised by how underdeveloped the country still is. There are certain parts that's more developed, but it is, they, they really are still a lot of dirt roads, a lot of like, um, yeah, animals roaming freely, things like that. Um, and in Zambia, it's right next to the Victoria Falls. So that was like my highlight from, from being there and just seeing the Victoria Falls. It's absolutely beautiful. And yes, it also, it's, it looks a little bit different from South Africa, but in terms of their, like how things function, the crime rate, things like that, I'm not too sure about, but it's definitely beautiful. All of these countries are beautiful places to visit and just experience. Yeah. And definitely all are very unique. So you can't really compare the one to right. another. Right, you can't really say all of Africa looks the same. Exactly. It's, honestly, how many countries? Like 20 something at least. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of different countries in that continent versus we think of North America mm. as typically just Canada, US, and Mexico. Yes. So we just think exactly. of the three countries. But in Africa, there's so many more. So yeah, I guess you really can't. They all eat, they each have their own government, their own infrastructure, their own culture. So you really can't compare them at all to each other. But yes. I'm really glad you can speak so much about South Africa specifically, and we can learn a little more about that. What are some of the the questions, I guess, that you've or comments <laughs> you've gotten that I guess either are positive or that you just found funny since you've gotten here? I think the one that was, I think I kind of mentioned a little bit about it earlier, but my husband and I went to our wedding venue and this person ran to me all excitedly and he's like, are you a bore? And I was like, what? And he's like, are you a bore? And I was, I couldn't understand what he's trying to say because I first thought he's a, meaning like a pig. Is he saying I'm bored? <laughs> And funny enough, my husband figured it out and he's saying, are you a brood? Like, as in he, he probably understood my accent sounded familiar from having made like um, Buddha or South Africans. So um, that was quite interesting. I think it's something that we still joke about. So, yeah. And then I always get a lot of different comments on my accent and someone. Um, so recently I went to pick up something at Ulta and I was trying to say my name and I always try and speak slowly because I know people find it harder to understand me. And I was saying my name is Pamela. And the more I say my name is Pamela, the more this lady thought my name is Flores. So Flores. I had to say it three times and eventually I just took out my license and I showed her my name because somehow when I said Pamela, she heard Flores. <laughs> That can be so challenging sometimes. So especially over the phone. So I've 
decided I'm just going to spell out my name so there's no confusion there. <laughs> but, but even still, some it's just, yeah, I guess it's, it was just a funny story. And but, over the mask, right? Because I'm guessing you were in the store, so you had your mask on. Exactly. So she couldn't read your lips either. But I don't know how yeah. she got Flores from Kamala. <laughs> exactly. But you were, you were telling me, I thought it was so hilarious. You were telling me how, like, when you were on customer service, when you're on mm -hmm. the phone with customer service sometimes, you try to make it a little easier for them. So you tried to fake an American accent. <laughs> like I know there are certain words that I have to say a little bit more American like the first time I flew to America right I was on the plane and I wanted to have water like this <laughs> and the lady did not understand what water is so I said it like a few times and eventually I realized I have to say water so now my <laughs> so now I say water instead of water but I've noticed when I speak to my South African friends, I don't want to sound like an, I have an accent. So then I have to change back. Mm. So it becomes a big, it can be, can be a little confusing, <laughs> confusing sometimes. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that. So you get kind of some pressure from when you speak to your family back home and your friends that you don't want to sound Americanized. Yes. I, don't, I think they probably just make fun of me. So it's not a big deal, but I don't want to sound like I'm my accent is changing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My Chinese is horrendous. It's just, I mean, I can speak, but it's just, it's just horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm forgetting more. Like my brain cells are just disappearing by the day when it comes to my my Mandarin speaking. Oh. I'm always forgetting words left and right. I think my pronunciation is still good. It's just hard for me to conjure up what I'm trying to say now. <laughs> yes. So that if I went back sense. to China right now, it would probably be embarrassing too. But <laughs> although I will say that when I was there for three, three whole months uh -huh. during high school, after some time, it comes back to you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So then That's at true. first I started out, they can tell I was from America mm -hmm. and also, I'm tan, so they can tell that I don't live over there. <laughs> and they, they knew. They were like, this kid's from America. <laughs> but after, towards the end, I got better. My, my Chinese got better. And I, I felt good. like I had a better grasp of the language. Yeah. Yeah. But then, conversely, when I came back to America, I felt like I had a little bit of a Chinese accent. Oh, and that was very strange to me. I was like, what is happening right now? <laughs> it's funny um, how we change according to our environment, right? Yeah, especially me. I feel like now that I've gotten used to hanging out with you so much, we've known each other for like a year maybe or a year yeah. and a half. I now feel like I say yes. <laughs> <laughs> or when I'm thinking to myself, I think to myself a lot and I'll ask myself a question and then I'll say yes, like in my head. <laughs> You just haven't started saying shame. Shame. That, that's something too. What is this about shame that people say it a lot? So shame is like a filler word in South Africa. So people would say, shame, you've got such a cute child. Or shame, you're like literally for anything. But funny enough, I think my husband uses this word more than any South African. So he's taken the word and quadrupled it and just use it for anything oh yes yes 
he's he's saying it he's saying it right now he's mouthing it to us right now (laughs) yes jesse says it constantly and i thought it was just him and i didn't know that it it came from south africa that people say it so they say it for good things too yeah like oh shame your hair looks so nice today yes exactly wow okay well i guess now i know if i go there then i won't be offended if they say shame (laughs) (laughs) exactly it's just a filler word Okay. Any mm. other slang that they use or not really slang, but you know, there's different words. We use different words for the same thing. So if you go and stop at a traffic light, we call it a robot. Mm. I'm stopping at a robot. Or instead of saying gas station, we call it a garage. Mm. And we call napkins serviettes. Okay. We call we call the trunk of our car a boot. Mm, I've heard that before the boot maybe that's also in in England they might say that maybe I think I've heard that some other country or maybe Canada calling it a boot okay and then the we call the glove compartment of your car a cubby hole Mm -hmm. cubby hole that's a cute one the serviette that's French right I guess so well Spanish napkin is servilleta ah so yeah maybe it's yeah derived from the same yeah mm-hmm. it's the same derivative of that word yeah. and then americans we say napkin <laughs> <laughs> like the most ungraceful i feel like <laughs> well that was a lot of fun see i learned something new and i'm like so happy that i got to know you guys so well after over the past year and a half i kind of you know i met jesse at work and it was kind of a really hard time in my life. And I, it was a lot of hardship that I was going through at the time and kind of a dark phase in my life for months that I had been kind of like in this dark mood. I felt like, like even sometimes my coworkers would comment like, oh, it looks like you have just a dark cloud over you. <laughs> like I would walk in and then they'd be like, why are you so sad? You, like you just came in with this gloomy cloud. But actually, it might have went on for months, like longer, it might have went on for over a year, I just didn't notice it. And it was just a a very hard time in my life. And I think I just randomly happened to run into Jesse at the hospital. And he was so like, welcoming and open, even though I didn't know him, he just kind of turned around and we started talking. Yes, I'm talking. Are you forgetting how we met? (laughs) Oh, we met we met at pnt okay yeah okay yes but that time we didn't talk i just knew of you ah. and then but another time we stopped in the hallway and actually talked and you brought up that you had a wife that is pursuing to be a dietitian in the states that she's already a dietitian in south africa and then we exchanged numbers like that and then that's how we started talking and then you guys got me plugged into church and all that so I'm very appreciative and very grateful to have met you guys. You guys are very special friends of mine. I'm so glad we've been able to get so close over the last year and a half. I tell people that you guys are like the best people that I know. Oh, that's so I really sweet. do. Yeah. Yeah. When I introduce Pam to other friends, I I really tell them like this, like she's like one of the best people I've met. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna make me cry. Oh, gosh. I'm already crying. <laughs> yeah, I just don't, I don't know. Like, I feel like you just connect with certain people, and you were so welcoming to me. And it was 
like when I had met you, it was almost my birthday. And then you invited me to your home and we made a birthday cake together for me. And you barely even knew me. So I thought that was really sweet and it was very special. Oh, I still remember JC came to save the cake because it was falling apart and we put the fondant on and he kind of saved it and put it together. Oh my gosh, (laughs) yes, let me recover and suck in my suck back in my tears (laughs) I just get so emotional when I I know I have such good friends and I just like really love all of I just love my friends and I just love you guys so much we love you yeah I really felt the love even though you hardly even knew me and you just took me in and like invited me to your home barely even knowing me so we tried to make a cake together and I think it was the recipe or we didn't have the right substitute for egg. And then our we did a multi, like a yeah. rainbow layered cake yes. with icing in between. Yeah. And when we stacked them on top of each other and put icing, even though we let the each layer cool, cool first, as we were putting the icing on, they started kind of crumbling apart. Yes. <laughs> I think the cake was so soft and it didn't want to be stacked. So. It did not. No. <laughs> Even, no matter what, after we put the icing on top, we tried to cover up the ugly parts. Nope. It was just crumbling. So there was no way you could have covered it up. And then Jesse comes and saves the day. And we uh, they had fondant at their house already. So he rolled out a fondant sheet for us. <laughs> And we layered it over the cake and it covered up the ugly spots. It did. And the fondant had like marbling in it. It was really pretty. Yeah, that's when I learned what how artistic Jesse was. He's not only a foodie, but he's also a chef too, apparently, and a cake decorator. <laughs> he's very artsy. He's being, he he's being humble over there and saying that he just works here. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and he did marbling with some food dye like blue marbling on the, fo- the leftover fondant and made little stencil hearts and the shape of my name rocks yes. and put it on the cake it was so sweet and he's he really saved the day <laughs> sure did and since then we've had a few more baking stations this is so fun yeah made and- all sorts of vegan treats yes mm-hmm. some sweet teas <laughs> yes <laughs> African sweet teas yeah and I love how Jesse cleans up after us with his stomach <laughs> so when we're cooking when we're baking in the kitchen he follows us around and picks up any crumb or any icing we drop and he just cleans it up for us yes. I just... <laughs> he's got a sweet tooth our little but... food vacuum I love it oh yeah so whenever we make a mess we're like where's Jesse he could clean this right off <laughs> and then sure yeah. enough he'll eat it all <laughs> <laughs> that is true oh so you recently went back home to South Africa and you brought me some gifts and mm. you brought me rooibos tea yes. which if anyone hasn't tried it it's or it's also called red tea mm-hmm. right And you can see how it's called that because when you steep it in the water, the water, it's not green tea or black tea. It turns kind of this red color, like this very warm color. And I just love it. And so you got me hooked on rooibos tea. (laughs) (laughs) You know what we've recently started drinking as well is red espresso. 
So it's basically concentrated rubber steam that you can make in your coffee machine. And it's kind of like a good alternative for coffee because it's very high in antioxidants and caffeine free. So it's really good. So I'm just stocking up when I'm going over again. Yeah. And how do you make it? What kind of uh, like an espresso machine? Yeah, I put it in the, um, so we have a, so you can either make it like in a regular coffee filter or like in those plungers or um, in those cave, you know, where you put Take a cave pot in. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it does that, that you can put loose leaves in. Oh. So I just make it in there. Okay. And it's a concentrated form of rooibos, like powder? Yeah. yeah or, it's like a, it's like leaves, but it's pretty strong. Okay. So it kind of gives you this very dark red color. If, do you have some? Yes. Okay, I'll have to try some after this. Yes, for sure. <laughs> Next time when we record, we'll have to drink it. With We'll have to have our little mugs and drink this concentrated red ex- red espresso, right? Yes. Oh, by the way, how do you say it? Do you say espresso or espresso? Espresso. Okay, I'm just, I'm just dumb then because <laughs> my husband, George, he asked me one day, he was like, he was like, how do you say this word? Is it espresso or espresso? And then I was like, espresso. <laughs> Just confidently. I'm like, it's espresso. Do you not say espresso? <laughs> He's like, no, it's actually espresso. Aww. And I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> oh. I was yeah. like, are you sure? That doesn't sound right. <laughs> I'm like, I've been saying espresso my whole life. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> like, can't change now. <laughs> and then we saw commercials later that come up on the TV and they spelled it with an S. And I was like, that's wrong, right? That's what not are right. mistakes? <laughs> Still, I'm like, that's not right. Maybe because I think there's a brand of coffee machine called Espresso oh, right. or Nespresso. Yeah. So maybe that's how I got it in my mind that it's Espresso. I still say it though. I still really? say that. <laughs> like I have another friend. I'm not going to say her name right now just in case like anonymity, but I'm sure she wouldn't mind. But she says pizza. 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 Or pizza. Yeah. (laughs) Instead of pizza, she always says pizza. Every time since I've known her, she says it like that. And she thinks it's that's That's how it's (laughs) (laughs) that's funny. It reminds me of how people say pecan or pecan. Everybody's convinced that their way is right. Yeah. I kind of go in between. I think pecan is more mm. of like a south, southern yeah. texas maybe and then pecan like, or could be the other way around but yeah, yeah whatever i say either way yeah i hope you enjoyed this episode if you like the podcast i would love it if you can leave me a five-star review on itunes follow me on instagram twitter facebook and pinterest at mfmppod and consider supporting the show at patreon.com slash mfmp to gain access to exclusive content and bonus perks. And to keep the conversation going, you can tweet me to ask a question or share a comment about what you heard. I would also love to see you post stories to Instagram or Facebook of you listening to the pod or trying any of the activities or recommendations introduced from the Hook You Up segments by my guests or myself. Tag me in your stories or posts at MFMPPod so I can see and maybe also share along. Until then, stay tuned to hear more from the many faces of many places.